Welcome to Not Just Talk Radio, a modern-day movement offering a platform where real talk and new perspectives are transformed into action and evidence. Your host is LaTanya Jr., along with co-hosts Tina Wynn and Tony Brown. LaTanya is known for her unconventional brilliance and humanitarian scope of interest. They're ready to share both wit and wisdom. Now, here is LaTanya, Tina, and Tony. Welcome, welcome, Not Just Talk Radio. Oh boy, it has been a minute. And believe it or not, it's just myself. Ah, uh, yeah, there is Tony and she's traveling and Tina's doing what they're doing. They're preparing for this huge year of 2020. And with our special guest today, we're going to talk about 2020 and what's happening. But I just want to set the tone. Okay, so if you're listening, I want you to really to hear me because the world, the planet's at a different place. We've been saying it for years, but you know, we're really at that space in the universe where the rubber hits the road. So this show is about growth, kick-ass marketing for online. Um, it's magical. And I talk about it's magical in the real sense that we can level the playing field and completely change the trajectory of our family, our lives, our community. But I want to give a couple of statistics before we invite our incomparable, incomparable, um, I call him my little young, speedy Gonzalez, social media, Facebook expert. I change the titles depending on how I feel every day, but they're all good titles. How about that? But here's what I want you to hear, because people assume that the planet is going to save itself. It's just not. It never has been able to do that. It requires the contributions and our diverse and inclusive contributions from many citizens around the world. And we all have a wonderful creative puzzle that fits into this landscape. In America, how about this? On Facebook, 2.4 billion people hit Facebook. So I, that, here, here's the plug. I'm going to let you know. If you want to start a business, if you have a business, a side hustle, any company doing less than 100 million people, honey, you got to be there. If you are not in the community where the people are and we have a new way of reaching people, that's going to be off the table. But this is the piece I want to make sure you're encouraged by. How about over 30 million people in the United States own a small business? Yep. That's true. 49% of Americans under 35 have what they call a side hustle. Now, when you own a small business, it doesn't mean you're doing millions. The fact is the average small business in America really makes more than $200,000 a year on average, somewhere between seventy-five and $100,000. And that's great money if that's how you want to live your life. But no matter what the case may be, I'm going to slow this down. I invited this particular guest because I wanted us to have a one-on-one fireside kind of chat about we're going to focus on Facebook today because surely he's going to come back and give us insight. And we're going to go back and forth two different generations of, of entrepreneurs and trainers and marketers. And we're going to share our perspective from two different generational point of views. What I think you need, what he think you need. But the fact is, you need what the both of us will be sharing today. I'm going to shut my mouth and I want to invite president of Hidden Blueprint, and that would be Mr. Chris Rivera. Hey, Chris. Hey, Latanya. How's it going? <laughs> Chris, don't delay. You're on live radio. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> I'm, Did you I appreciate hear me? you having me on the show. Um, um, uh, based off you know, what you said, um, that's, those are great numbers. I mean, I wasn't expecting those types of statistics, honestly. Um, yeah, well, that's because, Chris, bit. 
you're you're a millennial business person, and I'm a mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna just say it. I'm gonna own. I'm gonna own it. Legendary strategist, social behaviorist. And so we know that the base of everything starts with the number because you have to be able to measure everything you do to make sure that you're getting your return. And so um, Absolutely. Uh, without those numbers, then, then there's no way that you can measure your growth or also measure what is the best route for you based on how far along you are willing to go the distance. And those are wonderful, mm-hmm. those numbers. And I pull those numbers. I pull numbers every morning just to let you know the nerd that I am. That's the business where like, I've come from. Um, traditionally in marketing, we pull numbers three or four times a day because the behavior of consumers are going up and down and up and down. So, hey, so, Chris, you know, I have been, um, as you know, my background and, and folks that's listening, um, I'm a Madison Avenue and global uh, uh, 360 marketing, advertising, um, Stone Cold Geek. Love it. Can't live without it. I sleep and dream about it. Um, and I've been t- I've been training the real estate industry, as you also know. Um, I-, I have a love for real estate. I-, I went and got my real estate license so I can be a better educator in real estate. Um, and that being said and done, I have learned a whole – it's a whole nother social group out there, Chris. I want I want to first – hear your point of view of what's your starting point because you know tell us a little bit more about you and 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 your approach to Facebook and social media yeah of course so um I started doing online marketing back uh 2012 and from there you know I started off in web design I actually went to college for graphic design and saw an opportunity because I saw the way the internet was growing and how people are utilizing social media um, search engines more and more every day. So um, I took the route of dropping out of school and kind of starting and, and kind of experimenting with my life. I was in my early 20s, so I figured I'd dive in and see what I could find out there. And I started off with web design. From web design, and moved on to um, SEO, which uh, most people would know is um, how to rank number one on, on Google. From there, I moved on to different types of social media channels, and I found my home in Facebook. Um, and the reason being I found um, my home in Facebook is because Facebook is just a different kind of animal, I guess you can say, from every other channel out there. Now, um, the main question that I get from most of my clients is, do I use Facebook to advertise or do I use Google? You know, and that's a really good question to ask because those are two major conglomerates and, and major businesses to actually um, expose yourself, you know, expose your business. So um, the difference between the two is um, when, when people are searching on Google, um, they ha- they're in a consideration phase. You know, they have more intent because they're on Google searching for a problem or a solution to their problem, I should say. And um, versus Facebook, Facebook has the same sort of technology, but it takes it a, a, a layer uh, more. And by that, I mean uh, Facebook utilizes much more behavioral data. Um, and I know there's a big issue with the whole data thing. Um, but Facebook utilizes more data um, than Google to kind of find the right customer for you, right? And <clears throat> over the years, um, to kind of paint a picture, um, let's say we have a, a, a piece of land in front of us with oil, right? And the oil machine is Facebook. And what we've, what we've been used to um, doing was guiding this machine to find the right oil spots, to find these these little uh, pockets of oil, uh, and the oil, you know, you can consider that the audience, right? And we would drill these audiences in the land and kind of, you know, 
get the revenue from the business based on the, the type of ad you, you provide out there. And over time, um, Facebook has just gotten so smart that we don't need to control the machine anymore. You know, we, we just tell Facebook the parameters. We just tell them, hey, I want to target this type of audience. And Facebook does all the work for you. Um, and this is the type of t- technology and algorithm that most of, these, um, most of these platforms are using nowadays. And this kind of gives small businesses the edge because we don't know no longer have to rely on huge business budgets or huge advertising budgets to advertise on TV, newspaper, things of that nature. And we can, you know, you can start building a brand, just like you said, your side hustle with a matter of $5 a day. And that, that can explode your business beyond your belief based on your offer and the type of value you're bringing out to the market. Um, I, I, does that, I have does that make say- sense? Yeah, not only does it make sense, I, I didn't interrupt you because it was literally, you should be doing radio every week, I have to tell you, you explained it so well. And uh, what I want to do is add to that because I want to continue it. But in that, when you said uh, $5 a day brand your business, uh, here's mm-hmm. the piece that I add to it because um, Chris is absolutely right about uh, Facebook and, and Google. And I have to tell you, I actually contact him. When, when I have a question about social media and Facebook and Google, I call, this is who I call out there. So for all the businesses, and and, and you know who you are, I've, I've trained a couple of thousand, maybe maybe 40 or 50,000 in my career. <laughs> this, would be the, this would be the person that I contact. Hey, Chris, this is the piece that I always say is so magical. What I have to make sure I encourage people to do in order to get on Facebook, because it is such an exceptional tool and it's the system. They've already done all the back work for you, but you must know who you are as a brand to differentiate yourself. I'm sometime taken back. Um, Young professionals know immediately. They, They have this hunger. They're very clear. Um, I think I said to you the last time I spoke with you, I said, you know, the older you get, there is not only if you've been walking on the planet for 40, 50 years, there's so much more content in your brain. And then there's the family of you're always thinking about your family and now your grandkids and so on, et cetera. And when you're 28, you don't have all of those, um, the, the same level of information in your head because you don't have as much experience. But with the older entrepreneur, middle class, I got to sort of dig through all the clutter. You know, we got to dig through all the, don't forget, remember who you are. And so in order to pull this off well on Facebook, if you understand that value proposition, right, Chris, and know how to develop a personal brand and differentiate yourself. But the continuity and consistency is really what makes it magical because Facebook can only function off of what you tell it. And so if your exactly. demographics and your planning's not consistent and you're, you don't know, you know, there's a scheduling. When is the best time to go on Facebook or any of the social media? There's research at marketingchurch.com that'll tell you. I know for sure about Facebook. It's always going to be Wednesday. Wednesday's for the, for the target behind it. I just ran those, um, those charts lot yes, yesterday, as a matter of fact. And so I want to add to that piece you were talking about is that is if they have if they are absolutely clear that their value proposition statement is in order and and their personal branding, you know, this is a winning, this is a winning journey, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. 
And just like you said, you know, I, I, I believe the same thing. The two most important things for any business is their value proposition alongside their offer. So you, you can have a bad offer and a great value proposition. You, get to, you can still get people to buy. It's just you'll get a, a higher return rate. And vice versa, if you have a great product and a bad value proposition, you'll still get people to sell just not as much because they don't understand the value of your offer. You're absolutely right. That's that that, that's that continuity part. Continuity. Believe it or Mm -hmm. not, we can measure continuity. And if you and and when you put it up and you write it down, because I know so many people work out of their head, it just doesn't work like that. You got to write it down so you can measure it and track it because you're what you're doing is is working towards a model that absolutely works for your business. That's it. Yeah, uh, 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 the average small business owner or, or, or side hustle person should be able to get up and say, I'm going to get 70% of my sales these 14 days out of the month, right? Um, that in order, that it dictates, mm-hmm. that dictates uh, their conversation, that dictates their budget, and that dictates their support system to make sure they have the p- amount of people in their, uh, you know, in their, in their um, organization to support whatever kind of campaign they're expecting a return on. And so that is that continuity part. You know, you know, Chris and I, we talk about research. And you know, Tanya is what? I'm a fanatic about research. And I'm a fanatic about research because I just know I don't know it all. It, you know, let me tell you what else, Chris, you know what else research does for you? Research trains the brain. It trains the brain to, to expand its patterns and how it intakes information. And so if you, you guys are out there, you're working your business and you're going on your gut feeling or your friend said, or you did a press release to your church, that is not brain expansion because real research is outside of the boundaries of your immediate social group. And it gets your brain out of that. I know it all space and then when you read about a new research and information out there, it actually expands the brain. And so people cheat their brain when they don't do research. Research is pulling the brain. And then, of course, as you read it and is giving you new insights, it expands the brain. A great business mind is expandable. A, a, a business mind that will always have problems with innovation is they've cheated themselves through the process of learning. It's why we are able to write five, six, seven percent off around the world and research because without research, effective research, you don't have effective growth. You don't have effective and down the, the pipeline of innovation. Did you know that? Isn't that sexy? I think that's that is, sweet. That is very sexy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you really, uh, and we see it all the time uh, when people, um, when, when people get stuck. And I said, did you see it coming? And you and I have spoken for hours. You've even recorded me to the point. I said, boy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, if you don't mind, uh, I want to add to, I want to add to that uh, just a little bit, um, you know, based on your research, because a lot of businesses today, they, they rely on their gut feeling, you know. Um, we have so much technology available to us that it's kind of overwhelming, and it's hard for a business owner to kind of become savvy because they're too busy running their own business, right? That's why they come to marketers, um, and they're looking for marketing partners. Um, but that being said, you know, you can do all the research in the world, but you need, um, you need to pair that with technology in order to validate your intuition and, and validate that research. And that's where um, tools like Facebook or, or Google Analytics, even at that, they help you base your intuition and your research 
and and compare it against the actual numbers that are that are coming in from your business if that makes sense yeah it does what i encourage people to do because there's a, it's called business model business planning and so what you should do is yeah. because i'm a strategist and i'm chasing behaviors and following and i'm I, you know i get paid to tell you where your company's completely broken and design a strategic tactical process the journey to get it out of there with all of the touch points of growth. When do you hire more? When you pull back and so on, et cetera. But every company, it's real simple. Sit your butts down and do your quantitative, qualitative research. Some of your research is going to say, let me fill with my gut. But be careful, though, because there is not a report out there that shows that just raw gut works. What happens is that people will say, I was working for my gut, but the truth is I start reading about this in the Harvard Business Journal a year ago, and uh, and then you, the brain does what it do. The brain will always recall something that you have put in it if you are un, if you are properly aligned. You know, sometimes I go, I can't tell you why. You know that, 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 that conversation you have, Chris? I can't tell you why right now, but that just doesn't feel right. And then I'll sit aside and go, yep. you know why it doesn't feel right? It didn't feel right because six months ago I read about it that this is a broken process. And so, mm-hmm. therefore, um, that doesn't, that's not going to work. I just need a minute to validate it. And, uh, and I think when it, we're going to go to a commercial in, a, in, um, in, in about a minute. But when we come back, I do want to talk about different types of research. Because that's one of the challenges. People say, well, Tanya, I wouldn't have known that. Where would I have known to find it? And, 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 you know, there's some books about ask the right question. You get the right answer. And, and you know, Chris, I've said to you, Chris, what question should you be asking me? And you go, huh? And I go, this is the question you should be asking me. <laughs> and, and it yes, changes you things, right? You always, have the, you always have the right questions, too. You, you have to. Because... It, you have a great marketer doesn't predestine. They don't say, "Hey, as soon as you said it, let me just tell you." They just listen and hear out, and based on the questions, is what makes it. That's why Oprah's a master. It's her questions. It's her questions mm-hmm. because it moves the pattern and it it allows you to see and clear. It, it defines the vision and all that good stuff. So. Um, um, they're they're cueing me. Yeah, you know, we we're down to about thirty seconds before I go to a commercial. When we get back, I want to talk about um, at you with your generation. Where do you get your research from? And I'm going to talk about where I get my research from because they probably need a little of both. How about that? Um, they probably yep, need a little of both. And uh, and then I'm going to get back to that personal branding piece because I'm shocked uh, at while I've been training real estate people, because they're so involved in the paperwork and the house. Um, we're trying to get the real estate industry to stop and really define their brand because they're a sub-brand of these major companies and change their business growth, right? And and, and did yep. I tell you, did I tell you, um, there's going to be no talk show on Voice America and I and iHeart uh, offered me a new talk show about real estate. Um, wow, and it's congrats. Not, it, yeah, it's not just talk real estate. Um, I had to help and come up with that. That wasn't too inventive, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, starting the second week of January, we're going for the 1.395 million real estate agents and all the people that purchase some kind of housing 
Why? Because you can't live without housing. So that gives me a, a really robust market of listeners. And we're going to change the directory of the real estate industry. On that note, we're going to go to a commercial and we'll be back with Mr. Chris Rivera himself from Hidden Blueprint. Uh, I call him my Facebook Google expert, and I'm pretty sure he is, whether he likes to say it or not. Ciao. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Zofia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Zofia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change can be a scary thing. It's way too easy to stay inside your comfort zone. But the world is changing, and that's not going to stop. Without adapting yourself to the rest of life is just selling yourself short. Join Sandra Hill every week for Grow Your Voice, Overcome Your Fears. You gain insight with expert guests, experiences, and tools to help you navigate the change and perhaps even welcome it. Listen live on Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. You are listening to Not Just Talk Radio. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to lj at notjusttalkradio.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're with Mr. Chris Rivera, Hidden Blueprints, expert, Facebook, Google. I'm going to say overall social media marketing, but those are just the, the, the areas he loved to chat about. Before we went to a commercial, Chris and I were talking about research. And um, over the break, I was saying, well, I want to go first. Because I want to, I want to sort of put the big picture out there, and I want you to see what a social media person how they're looking at it. The fact is, you're going to need a little bit of both that we're chatting about. And Chris, what I love to share is that you know, research. When people look at it as, oh, I just got to read numbers. I hate research. If you read the Bible. Bible is is a book of research. Um, If you read books about health and your diet or whatever the case, or if you read the newspaper, just really approach your research um, like it's telling you a story because it is. 
I'm going to take the word like out. I'm for sure. Research is nothing but another book telling you a story or document or paragraph. And, And your responsibility is to be clear about the story it's telling so you can create a better story for yourself or align yourself with the appropriate story for your business. Because a value proposition, as we were talking about, and a personal branding is nothing but storytelling. It's saying, let me put my story in front of you so I attract the right customers. And what's such a privilege is that just about 15, 20 years ago, this still was not affordable for small businesses. Uh, Chris, you know, 25 years ago when I was in business, if you wanted to reach the grassroots market um, across the whole country, you had to have $100 million minimum to do grassroots marketing. You would have to have an agency to actually pluck out citizens, and we would feed the to consumers what we thought they wanted and then feed them enough advertisement where we force a response. Now we do vertical, horizontal marketing. I want you guys to look that up if you have never heard about it. It's why companies like Walmart and all those small business products that are on the shelves are so successful because the planet changed, but we still need the basics. And therefore, this research that I encourage everyone to have is whether you live in California or Chicago, first look at a snapshot of what's happening nationally. Some markets are mentors to other markets. What's happening in other cities will give you some insight of the behaviors that may happen in your market. But it really gives you a huge picture snapshot of the flow of how people are responding to different products and services. This should take you about two minutes. How about that? I didn't say read the entire document. I said a snapshot. You want to know overall what is happening because we're focusing on behaviors. The big companies have the software that Facebook don't even have, in all honesty. That's the truth. Facebook is controlling social media and what people are doing and the Googles. But see, there's some in-house numbers that never go online. There's research that they have spent tens of millions of dollars to put people on the streets and video record, and they have anthropologists to define this research that controls a trend. This is sexy, baby. And then they translate that into common English for different marketing groups around the country and world to use as the backbone of their thought process. Those crumbs are floating all over the Internet. Those crumbs are on LinkedIn. They're in short lectures. They're in TED Talks. And so I want you to look at your industry, and I want you to feed off of all of these short lessons. And then, of course, there's good old-fashioned indices and quantitative, qualitative research. Because you can follow me all day on Facebook, but I'm a quirky little soul. It's hard to pin me down because I'm a marketer. My mind is so broad, I never just sort of look at a competitor. That's what I warn you. Don't just go look and see what competitors are doing. You will lose every time. You will not get your greatest response. Now, there is what we call a competitive analysis. A competitive analysis is for an expert marketer to literally redesign the blueprint of where the market's moving. The reason why we look at competition in that space is because we want to determine who's controlling the different levels of share of voice, what conversation they're having, how well it's working, because I'm going to move through the cracks. 
I'm not going to go up against the big folks. I'm not going to go up against the largest company. And I'm not going to compare myself against the smallest company because they may want to be small. So you never, never know what that company's thinking exactly. But I can tell you about their movement and I can think around them. And so I'm going to shut up because that I, I could go a little further along. But let me just wrap that up. You want to take a national snapshot and say what's happening. Like I said, Facebook has 2.4 billion monthly users and there's 30 million, over 30 million small businesses and 49%. Those are the big numbers. That's really important, right? And then secondly, you want to make sure you look at the real story, the quantitative and qualitative story, right? And then... And that includes usage, product usage, percentage, and things like that. What is somebody doing at, you know, right now in America, the average millennial is controlling the purchase of all properties, homes, right? But the average person over 53 is controlling selling homes, right? Because all those people are downsizing from their big homes. Their kids are getting older. And so both markets are important, but you cannot speak to a 53-year-old like you speak to a 35. You will lose every time. Every time you will lose. And, and so then thirdly, you do a competitive analysis so you can track the cracks, look at the crumbs, and figure out based on your budget, based on your target, what is the most effective plan. You don't have to do this every day. This should be happening a quarter before you decide to go after that market. Uh, Now, I I say 90 days because people are so busy. The total amount of time, the average small business, and I've written books about this, okay? So I'm I'm telling you, this is going to be spot on. The average amount of time for a small business owner, online or offline, for the entire year should probably take them about four to six days out of an entire year. Out of an entire year. The first time it may take you two or three days because you haven't done it and you're trying to figure out what organizations you can pull credible research from. Um, There are studies you can buy for a hundred bucks. You can buy really good studies. Once you have your cocktail, your recipe of where you're pulling the most credible information for your industry, it's it's set until the industry starts to shift and move. Your research should be recalibrated at the beginning of every quarter. Four quarters out of the year, summer, right, fall, spring, summer, fall, the behavior of products change. People drink more hot chocolate in the winter and not a lot of hot chocolate in the summer. And so I'm going to shut up, Chris, because I can just ride that pony uh, for a while. But that would be my big picture snapshot for um, um, a small business or a high side hustle. How about that? So, so Latanya, real quick, um, what would be some recommendations that you would give to a small business owner to find this type of information? Well, in regards to if you have a small business and you're trying to figure out where do I go to really find out how people uh, that I'm targeting are digesting media, because it's not as simple as we know the peak posting time for Facebook is all day Wednesday. We know it. Somewhere around one Mm o'clock, it breaks the bank. But, but here's the deal. You're just not going to, to find that. If your strategy is to, to, to go after uh, professional people that are executives, we're not on Facebook at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. We're not. 
We are running major companies, but you'll notice there's still that high blue after eight. After it's all said and done, we have a glass of wine. Let's just go on Facebook and and read some of the posts that we choose to read. If that's your strategy, you're looking for those folks, there's still a lot you go in there. Where do you find that information? I would go to marketingcharts.com. Marketingcharts.com started at the brink of social media. You know, I was there when we were having meetings about this. I was I, I was in the conference room when cable was transforming um, its content over to a Google's in that conference room on 6th Avenue uh, during the making of what we call the internet, right? And, and advertising on the internet. Yep. And so Marketing Charts was one of the first companies that literally allowed people to just post their founded research, and they just shared it for free as an exchange. And, and then Foster did the same. And then I started, and then what you saw the trend, because it became so popular, uh, they will offer free reports. I mean, there's a ton. There's a ton of major charts, but what marketing charts does, what, what they specialize in is covering all different mediums. If you want to know what print's doing versus social media and what's the new trends and who's spending what, because you can follow how the big companies are spending. They're on to something. You don't want to copycat because you can't outspend them, but you're trying to figure out how to find your crack around them. And so marketingchart.com is, is exceptional. And because if you want, if you need a report, because remember, research is completely a tax write-off. So spend the money on your brain and on the knowledge of your industry. Uh, you can spend about 100 bucks, 150 bucks, and get a really thorough report. Um, and you'll get it in two formats. You'll get it in a chart format and then the long research format, which is normally about just a page and page and a half. That would be one. I would also make sure I always use my local free research for demographics. And so if you go to census.gov and they have a snapshot, because they're constantly telling you how the money is changing from town to town and the behavior is changing. And it could be huge. You know, if a, man, if a company closed in a major company like a Hoover, Ohio, it, uh, Indiana, it shuts down everything. Right. You're talking about 80 percent of the employees affected. So you want to get that first measurement in the town you're reaching going for. I always compare how many people in the target I'm looking for in that town. So I go to census.gov. They update the information. If not, increase about four to seven percent. They'll tell you at the bottom if this is a 2018 number, this is what you should increase it. Now, I, I know exactly how many people. Let's say in, that's in Atlanta, Georgia. Then I look at how many people in Atlanta, Georgia, that's using the kind of products and service. Now I have the two critical numbers. The third number equals how much of that can I own? How much of that belongs to me? What am I going to do if there's 85,000 people that are a potential customer? I only need 1,000. What do I need to do now? Now it starts a business model in the plan. I don't care. Let the let the competitor have seventy thousand of the, you know seventy percent. I just need one, right? I just I need one yep. percent. I need one percent of the audience to spend a thousand dollars a month, a thousand dollars a year for my company, and I'm good. I'm good. And now you have a working, measurable plan. You understand your share of the market. And then you'll get on social media and have a wonderful number called share of voice. 
and you'll turn and say, look, as long as I had said this to you, I said, look, it's X amount of real estate agents in the country, right? Um, everybody has a coaching model. It's not that I'm trying to be better than them. I'm trying to be different because I know I'm, I, I know what we have is superior, right? I know it's award winning, right? Well, I don't have to worry about better. That's, yeah. not, that's, a, that's, that's a foolish game. What I'm doing is saying, hey, just give me 20000 <laughs> That's it. Not give. <laughs> I, I'm, I just can handle. I only need 20000 out of nearly one point, over $1.3 million. 20000 20,000 people give you X amount of dollars. Now I have a company that's doing over $40 million a year. Doing what? Training. 20,000 people is not a lot. It's not a lot. It's a controllable, manageable. It's, it's, it's almost like mind your business, stay in your lane. And if you focus on that and understand what you're going for and your market share, then all of a sudden I say, hey, Chris, because Chris, just don't you know, Chris is hired on my team. So before y'all start calling him or looking him up on Facebook, uh, uh, I come first. Right, Chris? Tell him. Chris. Absolutely. (laughs) Tanya's always first. (laughs) Yeah. And so what happens is, Chris will say, Tanya, we're getting 100,000 hits a week. Right? 100,000 hit clicks a a, a week. And we have have something like uh, 5,000 people um, contacting us um, for the service. Then we have to run a campaign that says what? You will have to sign up for the second course. This course is done. We mentor realtors for six weeks to put them on track. But the first six weeks come in, I look, if 100,000 people show up, that's lovely. I'm only taking 20 because that has, that's, the, that's, the, that's how I've designed my company and my brain and the quality of my efforts that I can put out and be my best, Right. You know, yep. and be my best. And so those are the, the, the parts of the research. Now, if I decide to grow, 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 grow to a whole nother level and I go, hey, Chris, after 20,000, I can do it. But I got to bring in four employees. I need two or three other coaches. I need some marketing people because we're, you know, we do research in our package. We do the research for our realtors. Right. And, and or small mm-hmm. businesses. And so it's like, look, in order for me to pull it off now to make sure everybody get the quality of work they deserve, you know, now I'll have to I'll, I'll, I have to bring on some more staff. See, Chris, as you know, I did this back in 2001, right after working for Stepman Graham, and everybody knows who Stepman Graham is. And Stepman said to me one day, and he said, Tanya, go home and think about something you can give back to the community. And then after being on the Bloomberg radio show, um, I got a call from the SBA and they said, can you boutique what you just said to small businesses? And there I invented this wonderful little company called The Corporate Boutique. And we train tens of thousands of people. And then I took it to radio in 2018 where we had an average of 1.2 million small businesses being coached on a daily basis and I completely burned out because why we didn't have the infrastructure that Facebook and other social media mediums or vehicles or some people call them market mix have so now this is a perfect time you know how Wayne Dyer says nothing more important than the idea that time has arrived other people have said it but he's Mm -hmm. most recent for saying it and so now because we have access to this research and this, these processes, what used to take us 60 line items, if you have four to six, you can be 
a winner. You can be a winner. You know, you could say, yep, I only want to make 40000 a year. Nope, I want to make eighty, you know, extra. Or no, I want to make sure I make it a million dollars a year. And it works. We're going to actually believe it or not. This is sort of perfect because we're going to go to commercial in a few seconds, about 30 seconds. And then I want to hear your point of view about research. So I did. I talked about local. Okay. Let me just recap real fast because that was a great question you, you posed. Uh, MarketingCharge.com, mm-hmm. great for charts. Make sure you go all t- to your local, local people. It's free research people. Census.gov, your SBAs. If you're working in an organization or company that is a part of an organization, contact the corporate organization office and they will give you research. So if you're doing organic food and want a restaurant, call the National Association of Restaurants. They will give you research. Always go to the core source. Just don't float because a lot, there's also a lot of bad information off of so-called experts. I know people that did something really well and now they're selling it. Learn how to start a business online. And I go, well, what's their background? It was like for two freaking minutes, man. I mean, they st- they did one client well, and now they're selling that. Now, how about 100 clients? How about validate it? All right. Let's this, this take, <laughs> take it up a notch. You see that, that is all not, over the internet nowadays. Oh, all over. It's not enough experience because you, you know, sold some workshops. That is not enough experience. And shame on those people because it puts entrepreneurs that investing their time to, to, to increase the capacity of their families in a horrible position because it's not honest, it's not authentic, it's not provable, and all that good stuff. On that note, Guru Chris, we're going to come back. I want to hear your thoughts about research right after this break. If anyone wants to call in, feel free to join us if you like. If not, hey, Chris, we're holding this down. absolutely let's get it it's it's because we love it and we love you we'll be right back ciao this is the voice america influencers channel be inspired you have a message you want to share that message you want it to be social to go viral and spread across the planet but how do you get started? Tune into Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel and get Amplified. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Get Unchained 
Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel, featuring nationally recognized best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Not Just Talk Radio. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to lj at notjusttalkradio.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I did that to the music, Chris. <laughs> so um, we're back after my uh, my middle age, you know, my middle age um, background on research and business. And I it almost felt like a lecture, but it was really more passion because um, it's a subject I love. And so I'm going to shut my mouth and let my millennial expert talk about um, research and his perspective and approach. And um, so, Chris, tell me, we, we talked about that research part of it. On You understand my perspective. Now share yours, huh, Bon? Yeah, of course. I mean, y- your perspective is more scientific, and it really goes into the nitty-gritty of that market. Whereas um, before I met you, um, I was doing vague research. You know, um, it, most people know this as direct and indirect competitors. They immediately go to see what their competitors are doing. So um, after, you know, after having multiple talks with you, I've gone ahead and I've read multiple books. I've done my research and I've kind of tried to distill um, research in the most basic form as possible. So um, there's, there, there's three different types of competitors I like to uh, call them. Um, there's a direct indirect, and customer habits, even though that's not a competitor. Um, but those are very vague terms. And what I like to do is, um, in terms of, I'll, I'll, I'll break down each one, uh, one by one. So we'll talk about direct. A direct competitor is somebody who's selling the same product or the same product type as you, right? Um, that's a better perspective of just calling it a direct. Whereas indirect is somebody who's selling um, the same promise as you, right? So th- they're, they're targeting the same market, but they're selling two different things. Um, whereas one is a product, the other one is a promise. And the last one is called customer habits. Um, so every single one of your customers all go through the same habits or have the same habits of buying from um, certain people. So we'll, we'll, I'll go ahead and dive deep into each one. Um, direct competitor, that's kind of self-explanatory. You just go out into the market and see who's selling the same service as you, right? Same type of product, same type of service. And this list should constantly be growing because you want to know who you're competing against. You know, you know, you want to know who's in your market, um, what are your chances, what are your competitors doing, so on and so forth. You kind of want to try to enter the market with um, the mindset of modeling what's already working. But from your perspective, the scientific perspective, um, what a competitor is doing might not always be working. So it's just good to know what your competitor is doing and what's already being done in the market so that way you can strategize and take that approach from a different angle. Whereas... um, a promise, an indirect competitor, um, if you really look at the broad sense, everything 
anybody sells is broken down into three types of categories. And these categories are health, wealth, and relationship. So you can take these three and, and kind of niche down and even sub-niche, and you'll find your very own market based on these three types of promises, right? Everybody wants better health. Everybody wants more money and everybody wants a good relationship. And no matter what you sell, you're selling one of those three promises. And that's where you want to go and look into the market and see who's promising my audience the same thing as me, or at least something similar, right? And that doesn't necessarily have to mean that your competitor is selling the same exact product as you. You know, we just want to find, um, let's see if I can, we, we just want to, kind of dive deep into a sub niche, right? We want to find that, that audience that we can specifically speak to, make our promise to, and actually deliver on that. Um, and lastly, the third one, the customer habits. Um, the best way to explain this is um, who's taking your, your customer's money on a daily basis, you know? Is, um, is, is it Sarah who has two kids making $40,000 a year? Does she go to Starbucks every morning? Does she stop at McDonald's to get kids dinner? Who's taking your customer's money on a daily basis? And what kind of habits are they doing on a, day, uh, on a daily basis, you know, do they shop at Walmart or, or are they a Whole Foods shopper, you know? You have to identify what kind of customer they are. That way you can kind of understand their mindset and kind of align your company with that, with that customer. So rather than forcing yourself into their um, kind of map, I guess you could say, you're just aligning yourself in the direction that they're already going, you know? Um, well, and that's I, how I break it down. Really, it's more of a what, broad... What? I totally agree. You're really, when you align it, I just want those folks to make sure we feed in. When you understand that line, then you know what you should be saying, when you should be saying it, and which social media outlet or three. I always say use three. And, and then you put it right in, in, in front of them at that time, and now you have an, opposite, you know, you have an opportunity for an engagement, right? And so that's what exactly. that's how you, you tie it. Exactly. You fall right into that customer journey. Yeah, that's that customer journey. And so I'll shut up. I'm sorry. I just wanted to say that because I wanted to make sure they knew when they got to that line item, because I didn't want people to think, well, all Mm -hmm. of this research, when do I get to put it on social media? Well, everything has a time, a reason, and a season. And so once you have that, because if not, right, Chris, if you show up with the wrong with the wrong tagline, the wrong conversation in the right place, you're still not going to get a response. It's a it's a continuity. Yeah, it all connects. So I'll shut up. I just wanted to make sure that was clear. Keep going, Chris. No, I appreciate that. So, <laughs> yeah, to kind of give uh, everybody an overview, you know, the key pieces of what I just spoke about, um, it's, it's really three things, right? And I'm just trying to make it as basic as possible, but it's still a powerful method to go by. Um, it's who are the people selling your product, you know, um, or have at least a very close or similar product to you. Uh, the second thing is who are people selling the same promise? And the promise, again, it's, it's brought up into health, wealth, and relationship. And lastly, who are the people that are taking your customer's money today, right? Um, and this all helps you fit into the sales message, just like uh, Latanya mentioned, and helps you align yourself with the customer journey and what that customer goes through on a daily basis. Um, and now where to find these? Uh, go ahead. I was going. I was going to say this. Believe it or not, Chris, we're almost out of time on radio. Can you believe that we've been on for an hour? It's shocking. Wow. Okay. But but here, this is. I wanted to chime in because I wanted to shut. You know, because we're almost out of time. I wanted to make sure we put him back on. And so, what everything Chris is saying is absolute. 
And then everything I'm saying is absolute, except I'm saying get the numbers from the source so you have something to measure against, right? And Chris is saying, now, if you have that number, now you can take it to that local level and put in and understand who you're competing. But here's a sweet spot. That's been that's been rolling out over the last six months. Chris, you and I haven't had this conversation. Believe it or not, what the experts in the world is saying, and I just finished working on Union University um, this summer, as you know, redesigning a marketing structure uh, department for the university um, in my in my real job, um, is structuring um, larger organizations, and, and that is if you absolutely know who you are. It doesn't matter who your competition is, because if you have designed a calibrated, consistent campaign, then they will show up for you and find you. And here's a good example. If you look at Oprah Winfrey, you know, I hear people talk about Oprah being one of the greatest people in the world, which I happen to think. And then I hear people go, oh, my God, I am not an Oprah Winfrey fan. And they have a right, right? They have a right. But the fact is, if you try to go to the OWN Network or Oprah Winfrey Network and sign up to, as a subscriber, they won't even accept everyone. They ask you a few questions and they get back to you to, to figure out, should you be in their network? Now, most people are just begging for subscriptions. Oh, please pick me because I just need to have this full database. But really robust brands that know who they are, they won't accept everyone. They don't need that disruption. They're looking for people that totally believe because people that totally believe will continue to expand the market by sharing it with other people that believe because they socialize together, right? I socialize with very empowering, positive, mentally healthy people for a reason. That's my social group. That's my, that's my tribe. And, And there's a book on tribal marketing and grit that I think everybody should read. And I can, I can put those up on the not just talk radio um, page. So, so Chris, Chris and I agree. And if you guys sort of put it back, we don't want to overwhelm you, but we want you to know this for sure. Great research translates into an outstanding campaign. Right, Chris? So bulletproof. It's bulletproof. And the more you know, and he's right, I didn't tackle the local uh, because on my, it depends. I, I take on every client differently. Some clients I can say, you are so uniquely different. You're going to disrupt the market where people are going to be like Mike. They want to be more like you versus us having to chase uh, a competitor or follow a competitor. I want to, but you're right. We want to know what they're doing. We want to know what they're saying. Uh, but the fact is, if you align your value proposition, the essence of your brand, and you have quality products and services, it's going down. And now it can go down for as little as $5 or what? $5 a day, Chris? $5 a day, yep. $5 a day on Facebook. Now, uh, uh, they're cueing me that it's about time for it to be up. Uh, I wanted to say this. Most people have become completely overwhelmed with Google Analytics, but the fact is, when you are on social media like Instagram and Facebook, which are purchased by, you know, Facebook owns Instagram. And, the, and so the marketing model is identical, right, in regards to access to information. Um, Chris, uh, now that comes right along with it, right? You get Google Analytics with it. Uh, not necessarily. Um, Facebook okay. and Google both have their own separate analytics, but they both right. operate the same exact way, just like you said. Okay. 
Okay. And, and so we're down to, to two minutes. Uh, we're going to clearly have to bring Chris back. And again, I'm sorry for cutting you out off, but I didn't realize we've been having Not such a good time. Fun. We're down to the minute. And, and, and then the search engine optimization. Do we need to have another show about that? Or would you suggest start testing your campaigns, put up $5 a day and start to learn through the process? What is your suggestion? Yeah, it's- it's always better to learn before spending money on content or SEO and things like that. You want to know, you, again, you want to validate your offer. You want to validate your message. So it's best to put money behind that, see how the market responds, and then grow your business from there. Okay. And, and I totally agree because, you know, I'm really big on testing. And, and so as mm-hmm. a, as just to let people know, um, we're going to be back on 2020, uh, Voice America, iHeartRadio, uh, we have a new show targeting just real estate agents. I'm going to have Chris um, join me often um, in this uh, huge opportunity that we've been given. We're talking to consumers and plumbers and designers and Home Depot, you name it. It's everything under real estate to help empower the planet. That's why we're doing this. And then also you can catch me on Latanya Chats, which is a new format that's coming out in 2020. I'm talking to celebrities and world leaders. I'm trying to, to merge, make sure I have both of my audiences that I have always been a part of, um, make sure I can empower people out there. And, and, and Chris, you can be found on Facebook, right? You can uh, find me on Facebook or you can head over to my website at hiddenblueprint.com. We got it. Well, Chris, you know, you know how I feel about you even when I fuss. <laughs> Even I when I'm on the show, <laughs> Okay, check. It. Thanks for listening. <laughs> if no one told you they love you today in big old capital letters, oh my darlings, I do. Thank you for listening. Share this talk show with the world. Ciao. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to Not Just Talk Radio. You'll want to check out the next edition of the show next Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel.